Hey, I'm Zanzi and welcome to Farmers Inside Track episode 203. I'm your host, Tonumdu. Now, in Mzanzi, the papaya industry is small but a potentially lucrative market for new producers. In this edition, Food for Mzanzi's commercial journalist Octavius Pandale chats to Gerrit Nivot, the head of research and development at Neofresh. Over to you, Octavia. Thank you, Dawn. Gerrit, welcome to Farmers Inside Track. Let's kick off with the first question. Can you tell us the process of where it starts with growing pawpaws? Does it start with seedlings or a tree? And perhaps can you also help us with the difference between a pawpaw and a papaya? The papaya seed would normally be bought through a seed supplier. Most of these seed suppliers are overseas. There are some nurseries in South Africa that can grow out the papaya seed for you in, in trees. Make sure of the quality of the seedlings you're going to get. Also make sure of the type of seed that you get, that the preferred fruit in the market is a hermaphrodite fruit, pear-shaped fruit. The female fruit, bigger rounded fruit, is not preferred in the market, although it tastes the same, but the market pear-shaped fruit. Also to make sure that the area that you plant can accommodate these trees, that there's enough water, that the soil is of a good quality and that your chemical and fertilizer inputs will be available on time. Both papaya and pawpaw is in the same species, Carica papaya. It originates from Mexico in the tropical areas of Mexico. Pawpaw normally indicates the yellow flesh, strong flavored papaya and the papaya is a pink to red flesh, sweeter taste, flavorful papayas you get normally in stores in South Africa. Papaya production is normally done in the more the subtropical areas of South Africa. It is a crop that needs some heat and it can't stand frost or low temperatures. Any temperatures below about 13 degrees would peat the growth. And also when you have the hermaphrodite plants revert to male flowers and not bear fruit and then you get checkpoints along the stem where no fruit has been formed, the female plants does not suffer from that but the growth is impeded during colder winter periods. The papaya prefers soil with around the pH of 6 to 7, well-drained soils, loamy-type soils. One can reach, so you can build ridges and plant the papaya on top of that. Organic material is preferred for the papaya. It is quite a heavy feeder. So your fertilizers is normally your N, P and K with quite a focus on the potassium, the K, and then also magnesium and boron. Be careful for too much, but if too little boron is applied, the fruit can be disformed and there can be problems in the fruit formation. As a papaya is a straight tree with branches and normally you would remove the side branches unless you want to return the crop. So the plants can be planted quite high density depending on your equipment that you need a tractor row to come in for spraying and also for the harvesting operations. You would probably need about four and a half to five meters between the rows. You can plant it in tram lines in tandem rows. So two rows about two meters apart and then in the row also one and a half to two meters can be planted quite densely. Your plants can come from seed 
directly sown so you'll make your plant holes after you've prepared your soil and plant between four and five seed in each planting hole preferably is to have the seed germinated in a nursery and in seed trays and plant from the seed trays preparation of the soil depending on your soil type can come through with a deep rip it's not a very deep rooted plant so you need about 50 centimeters of area for soil to for the plant to grow in and soil depth can be improved with planting on ridges as mentioned before depending on your ph and the soil type that you have applied uh, gypsum or agricultural lime superphosphate and manure if that is available and work that in some time before you plant and also create a good tilth by rotating or mixing the soil quite well before you come and mark out the planting holes and the preparing of for planting papaya has quite a big water requirement needing anything between 1200 to 1500 so a thousand 200 to 1,500 millimeters per year. It is a crop that produces 12 months of the year, so it will require water right through the year and depending on your the rainfall that you have. Irrigation can be done micros or drip irrigation. I don't do any over it. The papaya don't like the wet leaves that uh, uh, give you a startup of dizzy uh, foliar diseases. What is the ideal climate to grow pawpaws in? Does climate change also affect the growth of pawpaws? Can you share that as well? As papaya is a tropical crop, prefers warm, humid areas you will find in the low felt, say from about Chanin, but not the high-lying Chanin areas, and then all along below the plateau in the low felt into Natal. Mentioned before, temperatures below 13 can be detrimental and frosts can actually kill the papaya. Also, during your winter period, the papaya trees are also more prone to attack by some of the problems. Black spot and also mildew, which attacks the leaves and can leave ugly marks and make the fruit unsaleable due to the mark on the skins of, of the fruit. You would focus on areas where you have high humidity and warm temperatures. The papaya, due to us not having tropical areas and planting it in subtropical areas, does go through a cycle of uh, production and low production. Not sure about the effect of climate change, but it looks like we having this cycles moving around where we normally would have a dip in autumn that dip might move from february to march or april and then have your peaks again in winter time there might be an influence from climate change are there any soil and fertilizer requirements and how capital intensive is it papaya prefers a well-drained loamy soil at least 50 centimeters deep depending on your production system that you use it's quite a heavy feeder and you can produce anything from say 40 to 80 tons of fruit per hectare per year and this requires quite a large amount of fertilizer and with the focus on your NP and K with the focus on potassium on the K also magnesium and boron where that would influence your flowering and 
and the lack of boron can also produce fruit with odd shapes and misshapen fruit. The big capital outlay for planting of papayas would be in your soil preparation that must be done well with your irrigation, good quality water and consistent water. Any period of drought for the papaya would abort flowers and you'll get checkpoints on the stem where no fruit is produced. The papaya produces about a leaf every week and in the axle of each of those leaves will will have flowers that can form a fruit. The flowers come in on a weekly basis right through the year. During winter period, when it is cooler, it will slow down, but then you pick up again from spring through summer that you have a pickup in the speed of development. The papaya would start producing flowers about three months after planting, and the fruit takes about six months to ripen. So from about, depending on when you plant, the papayas normally would be from spring through summer to autumn depending on the the winter that you can experience whether you have very cold temperatures you would like to have a a earlier planting that your plant is stronger to go through the winter period so the papaya produces fruit right through the year it's production all year round what does the market landscape look like is it a fruit that is in demand during the season the profitability of papaya production is quite difficult question to answer but I would think that you need the economy of scale would be an important issue because you would need tractors and other equipment and you'd need some sizable hectares to be able to cover the capital costs of this equipment and also the availability of land might be a problem because papayas it's difficult to plant papayas rotation after rotation in the same soil due to buildup of pests and disease. So you would continue to in new areas. If you have a local market that can absorb, uh, say, small amounts of fruit, you can plant, say, half a hectare or a hectare and then every year plant that and then replace a planting after the three or four years when the trees become too big to harvest. You would probably need about 30 to 40 hectares at least to plant annually to be able to cover your capital outlay. Then you compete in the market with other big papaya producers. It would be best to first do desktop studies and find out the availability and the size of the market in the area that you can produce because normally these are produced in areas where there's not a sizable market or offtake for the fruit. You would have to transport the fruit to your bigger markets in Gauteng and Durban and Cape Town, where there's a larger offtake of the fruit. All in all, I would say be careful to jump into this. Do your research and find out from other people that are already in, in the business just to prevent you to strike rough roads if you go onto it and jump in on the papaya production. And finally, can you share the process of water requirements? How often should a plant be watered and the amount of water that a popo absorbs? Papaya needs uh, good quality waters, not brackish water with high pH and uh, high EC. So also good volume of water and consistent 
availability right through the year because uh, papaya is growing right through the year and producing fruit also 12 months of the year. So it constantly needs water. Depending on your type of irrigation and your soil type, you would irrigate the papaya twice a week. And that can be through uh, micros or drip lines to water the area. Papayas are quite a quick growing, so the roots will quickly fill the whole ridge or area that you have allocated for the tree to develop the roots in. Make sure that the tree does not dry out because as soon as the tree comes under water stress, the flowers will abort and in that area, during that period, no fruit will be set and you'll get checkpoints in the column. Thank you so much for joining us here on Farmers Inside Track. That's Gerrit Nivehout, the Head of Research and Development at Neofresh. I now have a much better understanding of what it takes to grow papayas in Mzanzi. And that's a wrap from me, Numdu, Octavius Pandil, our producer Megan van der Fendt, and the rest of the Food for Mzanzi team have a great week. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.